This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. of Studios in Dublin. Welcome to Motherfuck Lore, podcast about words, Irish, Irish words, and words from Ireland. I'm Derek O'Shea. You might know me from Twitter as at the Irish Forum. Co-hosting today is Emer Duffy. You'll know me from Twitter as at underscore Altger Emer. Altger Emer is basically what you type when you're <laughs> trying to get E with a father. Yeah, a lot of people are like, oh, so you think you're an alt girl, do you? And I was like, no, I don't. I don't. It's father. It's fine. That's exactly <laughs> what I thought. It's a- See? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I have to change it back now. <laughs> <laughs> Our special guest today is Carl Kinsella, who you might know from Joe.ie. You also might know me from Twitter at TV's Carl Kinsella, uh, which is a name I chose before I was ever on TV. And now it makes me look like a jerk because I've been on TV and it looks like I'm bragging about it, which I'm not. It was prophetic. Well, at least you're not an alt girl, what? Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah it is prophetic. I think I might change it to like lottery winner Carl Kinsella and then, you know. That would be fantastic. That, you know, works out. Carl has recently returned from New York City and has somehow been seduced back by Dublin. Are you enjoying it back here? Seduced is an interesting choice of words. Yeah, I actually am enjoying being back in Dublin a lot. I remember the first time I got the bus back into Dublin city centre after getting home. I was like emotional. I was, the bus was pulling onto, uh, onto Dame Street and I definitely had like a tear in my eye and a, a fullness in my heart <laughs> to, oh. to have returned to, uh, to Dublin. So yeah, it's, it's been great being back. Do they have seagulls and chicken rolls in New York City? I didn't see any chicken rolls. I... I'm sure there were seagulls, but I, I mean, I'm not a very visually observant person and I'm also not very good at identifying birds. So, <laughs> you know, they, they could have been anything really. But uh, Being a bird watcher in Dublin must be great. you got two birds in the top <laughs> Pigeon, yeah. dumb, yeah, <laughs> seagull, check. Maybe a swan. If it's oh. bullying you, it's a swan. Yes. Swans are actually, for all the, for all the chat, swans are basically geese with notions. That's true. Mm-hmm. I live on the canal. It makes me sound like I live in a boat. No, I I live in a house by a canal. <gasps> oh God, <laughs> I've broken it. <laughs> Emer just punched the microphone. I'm going to start that again before I decided to like assault the equipment. Um, yeah, no, I live in a house by uh, by a canal and there's just swans there the whole time. And like there are days when I can't leave my house mm-hmm. because the swans are just there and they're like, all right, fight me. <laughs> I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to. I just, I, just, I just want to leave my house. Okay, I'm stuck here now. Yeah, they're absolute masters. I, when I was in UCD many moons ago, I remember we were I'm sitting by the lake, a friend and I, and a swan just came out of the lake, the artificial lake, at least we mentioned, the evil artificial lake, walked up 
took someone's lunch, barked at them. Stop. And then took the lunch and took it back to the lake. Just like, you know, what are you going to do about it? <laughs> and it just barked just to really like rub salt in the wound. Like They are not actually nearly as graceful as people think. And they're not as smart as people think either. And owls are, owls are actually really thick. While I'm on my, while I'm on my anti-bird rant. Sounds like you guys have a grudge against <laughs> birds in what general. What direction is this going in? We're supposed to be here talking about puns with the guy from the internet, but here we yes. are. No, oh, man, swans, they're real arseholes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Just once I get started giving out birds, you know, wait to hear me about uh, sparrows. <laughs> anyway, yes, in addition to his outstanding journalism with Joe.e, discussing issues ranging from a thorough analysis of football to commentary on Irish political scene. Carl is also that guy who makes bilingual chat-up line puns. And the Harry Potter thread. And the Harry Potter thread. Yes, indeed. He has written tweets about Harry Potter that have gotten more retweets than the population of Bray. Yeah, funnily enough, all those retweets, it's its everyone in Bray plus my family. That's, those are the only people who <laughs> yeah. have retweeted it. Yeah, well, how did you get all the people in Bray on board? Was there just one Bray celebrity that Katie Taylor retweeted? I'm and- actually the mayor of Bray. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that about me. Is that is that is that is that defamation of the real mayor of Bray for me to come on here and say I that I'm... I think the mayor of Bray is currently in exile ever since they abolished the town councils. Hmm. So well, you, you could be the mayor of Bray. Yeah, well, let's say I am the mayor of Bray. For... <laughs> Go and conquer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway. So back to the real content, guys. Back to the real content, yes. This was just starting off with the Harry Potter one. When did you realise, oh God, my phone's melting? Was it one or two particular individuals that noticed it? Because it's been, it's often been serialised in lists of hilarious tweets about things. It actually kicked off properly really quickly. It was a a journalist from the UK called Tom Victor, who Mm -hmm. has about six or seven thousand followers. He retweeted it. And as soon as he did, it absolutely took off. And... It had about, I'd say it had almost its first thousand in the first half an hour, maybe less time. Wow. But my phone was literally running, like the battery on it was no good. So it was running out of power, Mm -hmm. you know, like as I was looking at it, you know, like just notification after notification. And so like that's, I mean, that's what they don't tell you about going viral is that it will permanently mess with your phone's battery. Eventually, I just had to like switch off notifications for Twitter. But then when I woke up in the morning, it was like, I can't remember the actual cities involved, but it, I had like notifications that were like, Carl Kinsella is trending in like Canada and San Diego. And I was like, what did <laughs> I do last night? And then I like <laughs> remembered the Harry Potter tweets. But yeah, that's what, I guess when I woke up the morning after, I was pretty like, that was a, a real moment of clarity to realize that, you know, my name was actually being like... Because, I mean, like, it's one thing for your joke to be out there, but, like, for people to actually associate your name with the joke you've made, it's a whole different level. Absolutely. And it's it's funny when, I suppose, when someone has a base gets a lot of attention online, particularly dealing with older generations of family, they go, well, you must have made a bit of money off that. Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah, totally. Like, I mean, if you'd gone back and told, like, me when I was 14 and been like, oh, Carl, you're going to have these incredibly viral tweets about Harry Potter, I would have been like, huh, I bet there's some money accruing to that achievement, but there's absolutely none whatsoever. It's mad to think that Twitter was around in the 1970s and that John Cleese had done a Minister of Funny Walks tweet and it had gone viral and he'd made no money off it. We'd, the <laughs> yeah, world would yeah. be a very different place. Yeah, yeah. That's the funny thing about Twitter is that like, it lets everybody see the jokes that you make, but it also totally, like it devalues them to a point of zero. Like, you know, you won't, you know, I mean, you could do something additional where you like find a job through Twitter. It's like someone notices 
your jokes and then they decide to hire you. And that's cool. Mm -hmm. But I mean, more often than not, Twitter is just a place where funny people go to share their best work for free, which is <laughs> kind of wild, you know? <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's amazing anyone does it at all. <laughs> yeah. and, here, and yet here we all are. I think it's probably capitalism's finest achievement is Twitter, you know, in, in the worst possible sense. In that it has like created this thing where people actually want to give away their hard work for free, which to me is, it's mm. bonkers and yet I do it every single day, so. That's the funny thing and I suppose if you, like, if you had looked in maybe the, in the 1940s when George Orwell was talking about what, what an or Orwellian society might look like if he said, really, Here's the best way to get everyone to survey each other is to sell this, the cameras to each other for like 300 quid. Yeah, yeah. But yes. Here we are. And yeah, yes, yeah. and here we are. So something that's completely strange to me because I'm an alpha is online dating and Tinder and apps and the importance of chat plans. We used to talk about these hilarious chat plans when you were younger, but no one actually used them. It's a different scene out there now, I think. I think uh, Carl is seemingly like mastered the one good line on Twitter there recently. Anytime I log on, it's always like, in case you missed, and it's Carl, and there's like <laughs> another pawn, and I'm like, oh, God damn, how did I not think of that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, so I think one thing I would say about the chat of lines is that even though conversation on Tinder is generally quite boring, I still don't think I would advise actually using any of the pickup lines. Like, I'd like the way I you approach must. them is that they are very much just like joke pickup lines, and that... You know, if I were to actually like approach anyone mm -hmm. in the world and be like, oh, hey, girl, are you from Dublin 6 West? Because I can see myself tearing your clothes off. <laughs> like someone, someone like nobody would react well to that, you know, and rightly so. <laughs> Uh, one of the ones I saw before was before you mastered. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's brilliant. I would reply to that so fast, my head would spin. <laughs> before yeah. you mastered the form, one of the ones I saw was uh, there was a girl on Tinder called Shifra, and someone uh, messaged her, "Will you shift me?" Yeah, yeah. And but but you obviously have taken it to a whole new level. I mean, yeah, like there's a there's a there's a certain level of work that's gone into them that I'm almost like reluctant to admit, like time spent using Google Translator like sat at a map of Ireland like trying to find like <laughs> place names that fit a joke. Um, for example, I suppose there's been a lot of people studying for exams. Do you have any exam related ones? Oh, and all you listeners at home, don't worry. If you think you don't get these, we'll be doing translations at the end of the show. The, I mean, the exam related one that I have is, I actually have it written down. I, I don't trust myself to like rattle it off perfectly. So it's, hey girl, and it doesn't, you know, it's gender neutral. You can use it on anyone, but Hey girl, are you Natrorica August Nageshna again liquid aid to my screwed for pair? Because I want to lay you Anishka Kuramuk, which I mean, like, is. Uh... I remember I saw that. And I just put my phone down. I just read it and I put my phone down and I kind of I waited a second and I clearly remember picking my phone back up and being like, it's still there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember I came up with that when. I posted, I used to be just posting to Facebook because I used to have like no followers on Twitter. So like nobody cared. But I remember I posted that one on the same day as I came up with another one that was like terrible. It was like, hey girl, are you from Northern Ireland? Because I want to know if you're down to bang or what. <laughs> so it was like had two, the two cities in there. But I remember I put that up on my Facebook and one of my friends was like, Carl, that's absolutely terrible. And I was like, you're right. I need to go away and come up with something better. So I went away for 20 minutes and I came up with the, the Leiu Anishka Koramuk one. 
um, which uh, mm. I mean that that went that went pretty well on Twitter. I like I put that on Twitter. I'd say more than a year after I actually originally came up with it, and like it went it went pretty good. I think I got like a thousand retweets or whatever. Yeah, I remember I saw it like cropping up my Facebook and things as well. Yeah, and I yeah. was like, oh my god. I think that was the one that that had you declared by memes Oscalga as the artery of bilingual puns. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, memes Oscalga and Radio Rerun and stuff. They're great lads for um for like picking them up and mm-hmm. and getting them out there on Facebook and stuff, which is nice. Um, there was another one that went big a few months ago because it was seasonal. Mm-hmm. It was like September, and I think it was damn girly September because I don't know what you're still with your man for. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, so there was that one. And then actually, I was real surprised because as soon as I actually started thinking about the months in Irish, there's like an outrageous number of, mm-hmm. of chat plans you can come up with for the months. There's actually a musician uh, who's, she's on Twitter, uh, Emma Langford. Mm-hmm. And she like actually, she responded to that one with a few of her own, which I can't remember now, but hers were actually really good as well. And I was, I was definitely jealous. Hers were like at least as good as mine were. I have seen since I've started doing them, other people have like replied to me with ones that are probably cleverer than anything I come up, come up with. I have one friend, a guy called Andrew Linney, who actually, he's an actor and he played uh, the lead role in The Commitments when that was in The Board Gosh. Oh. Yeah, he's like, he's really, really talented. But he came up with one, this is years ago again, when I was just doing it on my Facebook and he posted it on my Facebook wall. It was a genius. It was, damn girl, are you the Mo Kinelock? Because I would. <laughs> I think that's so clever. It's just, it's simple, but it's brilliant. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. I think you mm. always want to keep them like as few words mm-hmm. as possible, or else people are just going to move. You know, they're just not going to pay attention. Yeah. Which Great. is why I was surprised mm. the Troika and Kestina one did okay because that is long. you have to stick with that one for a while. You do, get... but then it's so brilliant at the end of it. You're like, oh, mm. it was so worth it. <laughs> I guess yeah, the, the payoff is excellent. Just when you mentioned the Mokini look there, the Irish for casual sex is Ganesh Gan Canil. Oh. Yeah, no, un- without a condition. Yeah. Unconditional. Mm. Unconditional wow. sex. <laughs> That's funny. Do you have any other month ones you'd like to share? Yeah, it's like um, this one. So this is one where you're, a few of these are like where you're actually speaking to the boyfriend of the girl that you're interested in. So in this one, it's like, uh, hey, man, uh, is your girlfriend January? Because it's it's obvious that me and her make a much better couple. Me and her. Um, me and her, yeah. The Irish for January. <laughs> oh yeah there's another one that's similar where you approach the boyfriend and you're like uh, hey is your girlfriend July because once you see her with me you'll agree that she and I are a better couple <laughs> so it's that one <laughs> it's almost yeah sometimes it's like the harder you lean on it the better it gets yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah I mean like some of them are so like dumb like there's one I had that was like damn girl are you from Galway because I think we should go back to mine and take all of our clothes off like take all of our clothes off Uh, take all of our clothes off yeah which I mean again this is why I think like you know the content of them is such that that's why I definitely like compartmentalize them away from actually dating or actually pick up Mm -hmm. you know actually seeing them as legitimate pickup lines because like a lot of them are the kind of things where I think you'd want to know someone quite well and to know that they're into you before actually saying any I mean Mm -hmm. if you if you actually could say any of these with a straight face, you're definitely a better man than I am. Straight face is an interesting point because obviously now that the, I was imagine contacting people in the first instance on the internet or on a mobile phone prevents the need for a straight face or shame. <laughs> true, true. When I suppose when I was a teenager, we didn't, we didn't have mobile phones. We walked to school in our bare feet. <laughs> and if we wanted to ask someone out, yeah, we had to ring the house, the landline, <laughs> and a, either a parent or a older sibling would answer and you'd have to basically get past them somehow. They were a gatekeeper of sorts. Yeah, I mean, like the way 
And, you know, to be honest, like, I'm definitely not a huge proponent of Tinder, to be honest. Like, okay. I, I definitely do think in my uh, limited experience that it is definitely better to, to get to know people mm-hmm. for real and, like, face-to-face. So yep. I think, if anything, I think Tinder kind of is... And I'm sure it works It works way better for lots of people. Like, lots of people have a lot of success on it. But I think the way I see it is kind of, at best, just, like, a conduit for just being like, hey, let's instantly meet up, you know, mm-hmm. because... I just think the conversations on Tinder tend to not go anywhere. Although maybe that's because I haven't tried the chat up lines. Maybe, 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 the maybe, maybe try them out. Yeah, <laughs> I think the funniest thing in the world is listening to married people talk about Tinder as if it's this whole other world that's where there's absolutely <laughs> no drawbacks. And then when you actually talk, people actually use it. It doesn't seem to be quite as thrilling at all. I mean, yeah, I just find it quite nothingy, you know, like. Mm-hmm. But to be fair, there's going to be a lot of people out there who get like significantly more matches than I do. Like, I do think that I'm sure there's a lot of people who, you know, they're flying on it. But like, I mean, I actually don't even have it at the moment. So mm-hmm. like, you know, it's just grand. Better to go to a pop-up Geltucht and meet someone there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back after this short message. Hello, my name is Alison Spiddle. I'm a podcaster podcaster yeah that's the okay that's the one we got it <laughs> hi wait there hi my name is hi, hello i don't know why i'm sounding american hi i'm alison spittle this is my actual accent i present the alison spittle show you can hear that every wednesday on the every not every wednesday don't don't be too keen you can hear that every second wednesday on the uh Headstuff Podcast Network, which you can hear on headstuff.org. Thank you. So do you have a favourite and a least favourite Irish word? Hmm. I really like the word shift, which I believe is like a kind of a funny word for plan, right? Mm-hmm. A plan, a resource or a trick. Yeah, I like that word a lot. I think shift is it's a lot better than plan. It sort of because it sounds mm-hmm. a bit like shifty, you know. It does. So yeah. it sounds very like you know, like you're that shifty-eyed dog in The Simpsons, you know, like <laughs> nobody knows what he's up to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what that reminds me of. So that's probably my favorite. As far as the least favorite word, I actually don't think so. Great um, stuff. Yeah. You know, our, our Irish is a cool language, and I, like nothing jumps out. You know. Mm-hmm. Why do you have a least? Do you have a least favorite? One? Um, I think I have. A, I, have a, I have a few ones that I think are now lads. I mean, anything with a Z in it. I think the, the worst actual letter is K because we, every C in Irish is a hard C. It's nice. It's certain. It's simple. Whereas then when I see like a word like karma, which is like with a K sitting there, mm. and I you know I'm I'm more strict on Ks than with Vs or, <laughs> yeah. or Ws. And and I think zoo. We were talking about this recently that um, the originally a zoo in Irish is garden the hanvaha, which is the, a garden of animals. Yeah. And so Zed, you father, just doesn't seem quite as elegant. Totally. And before we wrap up, do you have any one last uh, pun for us? Yeah, I actually do. I do. <laughs> I have I have a good one to finish on. So this one is, uh, damn girl, are you Ireland in 2004? Because I feel like I've just been introduced to a smoking ban. <laughs> as in like ban as in Irish <gasps> for a woman. Nice. Yeah. That's brilliant. Inter <laughs> they're so dumb they're all incredibly dumb but they're like my dumb children I love them (laughs) (laughs) I think the best argument against using them is just that uh, if you do an alarm goes off in my bedroom and I file a lawsuit for copyright infringement and those are all (laughs) moving their way through the courts slowly and when when they're finished I expect I'll be a millionaire Um, have you found many people stealing your tweets by the way 
Stealing my tweets, not so much. The chat up lines did, did the rounds on the sort of, on the news outlets that don't like to credit people. Uh, but I've like, I've learned to like make my peace with that and just see it as a, as a nice kind of uh, hmm. whatever, you know? So you obviously have strong opinions in the internet age of journalism as, as a leading young journalist in Ireland, uh, that the importance of sharing material ethically. Yeah, totally. I think, I mean, if you're someone online and you have any way of finding out where the source of a joke that you see comes from, yeah, 100% try and credit that person. I mean, some people will go the extra mile and they'll literally like cut out the screen name. You know, mm-hmm. so I was just going to say that where it's a clear screenshot of a tweet, mm-hmm. but they've just cropped it. So the yeah. name is gone. Yeah, it's crummy behavior. Yeah, that kind of thing Don't is terrible. Totally. So, I mean, I feel strongly about it just on, in a principle level. I mean, I've, I've, you know, with the chat up lines, I'm used to people doing it now. So it's just kind of fine. But. Um, also, I can't, you know, I'm done. My well is dry. I can't think of any more. So it's never, <laughs> never going to happen again. <laughs> It'll come back. You'll, you'll, you'll have a Columbo moment. You'll have one more thing. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Carl, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. It's a slant from me. It's a slant from me. And it's a slant from me. Could a lay inish kakuramach er the screwed faper, the Fun no made class isn't over yet. Today's vocabulary is Ardri means high king. Manfor means September, literally middle autumn. January in Irish is me anner. July in Irish is me yule. Galway in Irish is Gollof. The conditional tense in Irish is the mo caniluk. The word sheft means a plan, a trick, a ruse, or a device. And the Irish for woman is ban. See you next time. Hey, Tara again. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And I want to thank everyone who's involved in making it. I want to thank my producer, Brian. I want to thank... Kirsten Shield for doing the artwork again and all the backroom team at Headstuff. Mother Vaclora comes out every Friday on the Headstuff Podcast Network. If you have any suggestions, tips, or even corrections for the show, you can email us at motherfucklore at headstuff.org. Mother Folklore is now available on Spotify as well as iTunes and Stitcher. Follow us on Twitter at motherfucklore and me on Twitter as at the Irish Four. If you enjoy this show, you might also like my book, Mother Folklore, Dispatches from a Not-So-Dead Language, published by Head of Zeus, available in all bookshops now. This has been a production of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Uh, like I pulled up his Facebook literally in two seconds.